Hello, and welcome back to Dealing With It, a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast. I'm the mom. My name's Trish. My name is Matt, and I am the son. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. This week, we have a very special guest. Yes. Uh, he's the founder of the Eavesdrop Podcast Network, uh, the host of the Eavesdrop Podcast. Yeah, he's uh, like king of coconuts. The pod, the pod father, <laughs> uh, Brett Battlestein. Yeah, welcome, Brett. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, thanks for being willing to, be here. to come here. Yeah. yeah, thank you for for being here. Uh, Brett is going to share with us a bit of his his story with mm-hmm. um, with grief and, and loss and change, um, because he has kind of a similar, uh, I guess, scenario. You've yeah. lost your yeah, your lost father. my lost my dad uh, last November. Yeah, uh, so it's been what like. Seven yeah, months, yeah, seven months. Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty fresh. It's pretty new. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, thank you so much for for being willing to 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 want to even have us on this uh, network here, but also course, to to, yeah. to be on the show and, and to talk about this. I relate to it. So yeah. <laughs> that's you know, it's good to have you guys here. Yeah, um, on board. Yeah, so I guess to to you know the best of your com- comfortability. Um, yeah. So what what kind of is the the background with your. Uh, loss i guess well, that's a weird thing to well, ask somebody no, I, I, yeah or your journey your journey sure. yeah uh well so first i guess i'll say just because we were talking about it like actually the whole reason for like this whole thing is kind of because is uh like koji the person that i start one of the people that i started this with uh we were talking about it when we were kind of like moving into this this building we were kind of like it kind of feels like we're doing this for my dad a little bit yeah yeah, yeah because it was the type, it, kind of the uh, around the time that he he passed. Uh, it's something that I had been, like had in my mind for a lot of years, and then when he passed, I was like, okay, now's the time to do it. Right. Like, try to go after the thing that you have been yeah. thinking about. And well, Brett, had your father been sick? Had was there? Yeah, so he got sick. Uh, he got diagnosed with um, colon cancer. Like five years ago, mm-hmm. I want to okay. say, yeah, five maybe five years ago, and it was kind of up and down, you know, how, you know how it is, right, you know right, exactly how <laughs> yeah. it is. So it, it's up and down, you know, surgeries and mm-hmm. chemo and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then towards the and then you know it just kind of all happened, yeah, right at right at once, yeah, or at least felt like it happened yeah. all right at once, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, in, in a way, you know that that this is terminal and in a way you never dreamed what that means yeah exactly and then there it is yeah i know i mean that was a thing that i i was struggling with too is being like i know this is terminal meaning it it will be he will die because of this most likely sure uh but but you don't have like a time frame you don't have any sort of and or like things will be good and then they're not good and then they're fine and then they're not and you're like i don't even know what yeah, yeah. Terminal it's, seems so vague, even though. It, well, he, he actually didn't have that uh, diagnosis. Oh, like really? Terminal diagnosis. So he actually, when he first got colon cancer, he had surgery and had like part of his colon removed. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, uh, going from there, it, things were good for like uh, uh, a few years. Yeah, like they like right. all his markers were good and all that stuff, yeah. and uh, things seemed to be like on the the up and up. You know, and then. Uh, like the last, I would say, like six months, it just seemed like things were just like getting worse and worse. All this, like, kind of all of a sudden. Oh yeah. And then he had one last surgery on his back, and the doctor was like, uh, "I think you got a lot of good years left in you." And then, like a month later, he was. Oh my! He was oh gone. no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's. 
Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to think of that. I mean, in a way, that's so cruel. And in a way, yeah. how awesome to... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It, well, it, it, it precipitated up. my wife and I with our two kids. We were living in Denver for the last two years. Oh, okay. And then uh, we he had that surgery, and we were like, you know, now if we're going to, like if we're going to do something like the lease at our place was ending, we're like, yeah. maybe it's time we head back to yeah. Boise and maybe uh-huh. so the grandkids can like spend sure. however many years he has left. And we moved back on November 10th and he died on the 16th. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh, oh, cause you're like, Oh, he's yeah. got a bunch of years left. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did you even start to, I mean, that must've felt like you hit, got hit by a train. I mean, how did you even start to process all of that. Um, well, for I think for me it was a little different um, because I kind of had it in my head for like the previous six months that there probably there probably wasn't much time left. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know how short it was going to be, but mm-hmm. I had been preparing myself, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like uh, like a big shock. Yeah. yeah, you know, it wasn't like I was blindsided or right. anything. Like he had had cancer for five years right right it was it was kind of (laughs) just looming around yeah yeah and through ups and downs and stuff you still kind of are it's always kind of like you know it could things could go sour really quick so you kind of have to just be prepared i guess a little bit yeah um one of the things that because i know we've talked about in our situation is that um like we all live pretty close like i think i live the farthest and that's boise to to caldwell uh where (laughs) my parents live but to be somewhere like denver that's like not within really a you know a a comfortable day's drive yeah kind of a thing um but knowing that i mean like you said like well it's like over five years so you're not like well i'm not just gonna like you know i my i have to continue with on with life and stuff but that sort of distance um i don't know what what is that that feeling like when especially when you're like Oh, I don't really know what to expect with this. It, it that's a good question. Uh, that's it's weird because my dad was, um, like, chronically optimistic. Yeah. all the time. So nothing was ever bad. You know, <laughs> that's like, very similar to our situation. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. So he, you know, as bad as it would be, it was always like, no, it, it it's <laughs> yeah. fine. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Like he didn't like to tell. I have two older sisters and. Uh, he didn't like to tell us stuff until like he knew like what the deal was. So like he would mm-hmm. call us, he, the last surgery he had, he called us from the hospital and was like, Hey, just wanted to let you guys know that I'm, I'm going in for surgery. <laughs> You're like, Oh, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is everything, what is going on? Like, yeah. What, did, did he have a, like a mother or not his mother, your mother or a, uh, uh, yeah, a, my stepmom. Okay. Yeah. They so. were, they were married for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So she was there with him every step of the way, Good. but he was actually for a lot of the, like last part of it, like the last couple of years, he was actually mostly in California. Um, so there was, it was weird because there was distance with him and my stepmom, and then my sisters right. are here in Boise and then me and my wife and our kids are down Denver. in Denver. So they're, we're kind of like spread out. Yeah. So it's not really, there wasn't like a ton of, uh, like family yeah. time, you know? Right. <laughs> Cause yeah. I mean, that's, I know that we, that we've talked about like, um, having us i mean especially like right after like our like my dad passed and stuff it was just like okay i need to take stock of like my support system i need to i need to make sure like i have a a, like a home base of like emotional support to kind of go to um 
but you had moved back, I guess. Like, so just then, so was it then like, uh, did it kind of, did, did your family have something similar where it was like, okay, well now it's us here with your sisters and your wife and, uh, yeah, yeah. For the most part. I mean, so because there's like the step family, mm-hmm. like we're, we're like good with them, but we're not like ultra close, sure. you know? Um, yeah. So there's the kind of like that, a little bit of separation there, but then my, my sisters and I are, are very close mm-hmm. and I'm close with like my eldest sister's husband. And so we all kind of like have our group of, we have our group. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we kind of obviously are there try to be there for each other but it's really hard to be there for people like when no kidding like when like with work and like yeah and stuff it's like you're dealing with your own stuff and Mm -hmm. it's hard to like extend that olive branch out to other people yeah i know it is it's it's weird to be like like i took comfort in knowing that i had people there but also knowing that i could be like but i also have to now incorporate like i have a a life to well continue on with with this big change now well and to get back into uh, routines and yeah. get back into um, just not living in your own head sometimes. Oh, you know, yeah. you have children, so you do have to, you know, just get on with it <laughs> yeah. in a way. In a way. Yeah. Um, you know, my situation having been retired, all of a sudden the house emptied out and it's like, what? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. So bizarre. It has been. And, um, and yet that's just, that's the journey I get to, you know, to embrace and take it on and see what goes. And, um, so I can't I can't compare it to anybody else's. Right. But if um, if Sam had passed away ten years ago, you know it would have been a whole different ballgame with all well, yeah. these kids and all right. that stuff. And and uh, just a way different process of moving through uh, this crap. Uh, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting how just where you are in your at like a specific time in your life can yeah. kind of um, affect these big life thing yeah Yeah, totally yeah because yeah if i if i didn't have like my kids i you know i would probably be like drinking a lot (laughs) right yeah (laughs) no for for real you know yeah probably go out and like party and try and get my mind off it and stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah Yeah. with like two young kids you kind of just have to stay right focused like you know know, because you're somebody's example and and they're looking to you Mm -hmm. on how people move through this so you want to do it well right yeah yeah, and uh, like so, we've talked to my older brother who, um, like on this show, and because like he was he was like a, a pretty new father, right? As my dad got really sick and and stuff, so like my niece kind of got some time to grow up with, with my my dad and uh, have a couple like you know memories kicking mm-hmm. around in there probably, but uh, oh, and time for about ten million pictures. I made <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> in that we knew your dad, you know, had a terminal uh, situation that. I just took pictures all the time so that as uh, my granddaughter grows, uh, she may not have the memories, but she'll have the memories. Yeah. yeah. You know. And I'm, I'm kind of curious, like having kids that, how old are your kids? Uh, my son is about to turn four in July. And then my daughter just turned one last April. Oh, okay. So yeah. they're also very young. Yeah. My my son, Finn, uh, he's old enough to where like he knows his grandpa's not around. Mm-hmm. Like We like, we try to be overly honest with our kids yeah, probably yeah. sometimes yeah. too much but like <laughs> I, I try not to like like if like he'll ask me sometimes he'll be like yeah. where's poppy and i'll be like uh he's poppy's dead like yeah. poppy passed away yeah he, he's you know but like we still you know can talk about him mm-hmm. we can still remember him remember him yeah uh-huh. um and thankfully my wife 
is a an avid picture taker so <laughs> there you he go. also has a lot of pictures with yeah. his grandpa yeah um and it's funny because i i've always given her a hard time about like taking too many pictures and stuff like that and i'm such a grump about it all the time. <laughs> i can kind of be the same way sometimes <laughs> yeah but then like looking back on them and seeing all these great pictures of like you know my dad with me and my my firstborn son yeah. at the hospital like on the day he's born yeah. like i'm so That's glad that my wife that. was taking pictures right? you know like she had just given birth and she was still yeah you know, clicking away. pictures yeah. well you need to buy her a new camera <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but to like go through such a big life change like losing a, a parent and stuff but also being a, a parent yourself uh was it was being like being like okay i'm i'm also a father i have like my responsibilities with these kids too but uh was that like a like a something almost like is helpful while dealing with like a, a grieving situation or is it kind of like oh i need some time to process this but i also have to provide like i have a family to yeah. keep alive it, it, it's both yeah you know like uh Going back to just being honest, the great thing about like my son at least is like I'll I'll just tell him I'll be like I'm feeling really sad today. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'll just be like, yeah. I'm feeling like I'm feeling bummed out today. I'm having a tough day, and he's just like okay, and he'll like he really tries to take it easy on me. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and I I love that in that um, you know sometimes there's a guy culture of sure suck it up kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I don't know anybody like that, but I've heard <laughs> it. Said. Yeah. But um, you know that your son is is connecting that you are an emotional i mean you have yeah. emotions around this situation and right. that that's normal and yeah. that's okay and they're hard and it's not always fun to be bummed out but right um you know as he grows he'll be able to come to you with his emotions and that's just i hope cool. so yeah i i hope yeah. so it I makes you ac- accessible to him that's neat that that's good to hear i hope so yeah. <laughs> well because that's also yeah that's very much the relationship that i have with you mom is like growing up was always like i knew like you were just open and honest about like how you were feeling about mm-hmm. things. And that did provide a, a, a feeling of like, oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so when I'm feeling something, I mean, I, that's someone I could go talk to yeah. about that. Yeah. And it's not going to rock the world <laughs> yeah. because yeah. what we find is that often through, through this and through talking at the podcast and things, Matt and I are often going through similar emotions at similar times that we wouldn't have known if we hadn't Talk talked about, about yeah, it. Cause sure man, I think I'm going crazy. And then he looks so normal. And then to hear him say he's going crazy makes me so relieved. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, sometimes it just just knowing that somebody else is like, that's actually We're why this I, together. I like this podcast so much is because I feel like there's for sure people out there that are going to hear it or have heard it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. just to know that somebody else is thinking the same thing or like feeling similar to you. I think that's helpful. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's all we can hope for, that for is. sure. Um, another thing that I was curious about, too, is so you you experienced this loss and then you're saying that kind of all of this, like this podcast network and stuff, you'd been sort of kicking the idea around. And then that was kind of like the uh, the motivator to be like, let's like, uh, you know, why not now yeah. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that? Like I knew for myself when when my dad passed, I had this like really weird, like not like obligation because like that sounds like it was forced, but I had this feeling of like, I want to do something very uh, fulfilling or, or um, I don't know. Like I had this feeling mm-hmm. I wanted to do something big yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, now, like almost like there's a, a hole that I, that I have now have that I want to yeah do something with, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I feel very similar. I mean, I, I would say obligation, but I, yeah, mean, yeah, I yeah. so I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, compelled. I, yeah. Compelled. 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 Yeah. A, a compulsion to, mm-hmm. uh, I think maybe it's just uh, dealing with the like mortality 
yeah. you know, in the, you know, the truest sense of it, because my dad for me was like the first person that I was like very close to and he was 64. Yeah. So, you know, that's not like old, no. like it's not young, but it's not old. No, you know? yeah. So, uh, the like the other closest were like grandparents and stuff, but they were all like old. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, like grand. That's what grandparents do is they. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. awesome and hang out with them, and then they pass away. <laughs> yeah, but when they're ninety, not yeah, right, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I, my grandma uh, passed away. My my dad's mom, she passed away. I guess like four years ago, uh, three years ago. Yeah, um, and she was uh. 85 yeah so yeah she was yeah. you know she, when they're that old it's kind of just like yeah well let, you know let's just like uh put in the time to make sure we do it but right yeah you know, but my my dad's younger but it's so it's really uh kind of puts mortality into perspective i think for you where you're like oh gosh you know this could this could just happen you know yeah I, like I, something could just pop up yeah exactly mm-hmm. and so uh i i think that's what it is of just knowing that you're realizing that your time is limited yeah and it's gonna you know eventually it's gonna end so maybe while you're here try and do something that you're passionate about yeah. because if, why not yeah <laughs> right yeah what if you got to lose yeah exactly if you, you fail i'm gonna be dead soon <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly no for real <laughs> yeah. i remember thinking that oh no what you're no, saying God, I, I just i remember in high school uh, a, a girlfriend of mine passed away and and it was near graduation time and I just had this strong sense of I needed to to live for two in a way. I mm-hmm. needed to do my thing and in that she and I had similar interest in wanting to go into education and things. I just felt like I got to be bold and get out there and, you know, I, I got to make sure that the hers and mine now yeah, <laughs> go yeah, forward. Yeah. Like you owe it to them, yeah, you know, in yeah, a sense. Yeah. yeah. And just that the perspective of having lost somebody does change how you want to live your life sure. it just does and um and i think in some ways it really motivates folks now you guys are both young men who have lost mm-hmm. your fathers and um and i mean often that's a role model or that's mm-hmm. you For know sure, yeah. that's the person you've seen yourself like that's 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 my superhero you know your first superhero yeah. growing up yeah and um i don't know that's just got to be heart wrenching, and then to realize how permanent gone is gone. You know, it's there is no more yeah. interaction. I mean, as sons, how are you dealing with with having no father? I mean, well, I'll say for myself, like, uh, I I'll get like weird. It's almost like a little spark of realizing of like, oh man, like gone is gone. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like I'll still like, I'll think about my dad and I'm at the point now where it's like, I'll have fond memories and I'll have, I'll think of him and I won't feel like my go-to isn't always like sad, mm-hmm. you know, but like I'll get like a, a spark of just like, oh, he's, he's gone. Like, yeah. Oh no. You know? Yeah. And then it kind of, I just have to, I kind of just sit with it for a second and then it's like, all right, you know, yeah. but it go, you know, I don't know. Does it, yeah. I mean, moving forward as a, as a man without a father figure there, um, do you still look to them, like your memories of them as your, oh, yeah. your, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's actually like, <laughs> um, for, for sure. My dad was like my moral compass. Yeah. So like the thing, the things that he taught me are things that I, I think about literally every single day. 
uh, like big things for him were just being like, be honest with people um, and have integrity. Those are like his two big things. Yeah. So like every single day, like, you know, I mean, you're, how many times a day are you just faced with, you know, <laughs> yeah. having integrity and uh, or acting with integrity mm-hmm. in a situation and being yeah. honest with people. And it's like all the time, you yeah. know, just on. So I try to take just take that with me yeah. when I as I'm moving through life. So, you know, I'm thankful that those were the things that he was like, those are the important things because mm-hmm. I, you know, I agree. So, you know thinking uh you know just as uh, a person who a young man who's lost their father right. I, i'm thankful because now i get to pass those things on to my kids yeah you know and so uh it's funny too be, uh, not, uh, saying this because uh my I, I never really cared about like last names uh-huh. you know like the the idea of like because i didn't want to have kids when i you know yeah. in my early 20s like the idea of like a lineage sort yeah of thing. like that was never important to me right. and I, like my dad would be like but then if you when you die the bad Ostein name is going to be gone because if your sisters get married their kids aren't going to be bad Osteins. and i was just like i don't care yeah, yeah right yeah but now i'm like like it it really means something yeah. to me and so it's weird yeah. how that no, it's funny. I, I was talking with Katie about that very same thing, like not but like a couple of weeks ago, where we were just driving somewhere, and I was just thinking about it. I was like, because that's where her and I are at right now. Is we're just like, I, you know, kids aren't really in in our plan and stuff. And I was like, well, what if what if my older brother never had like a son, or what if my younger brother never? And then I'm like, I, for some reason, I do have this thing of like, I I feel like it continue. Yeah. yeah, the name has yeah. to continue on. I actually I especially feel for my older brother because. He's like the third, so my, my dad was Sam Stone the second, my grandpa the first, and he's the third. And so I feel like there's probably, I know I've, I've talked to him a little bit about it, but there's that kind of weight on his thing of like, like oh, a fourth, you know, yeah. kind of like. Well, was, I, yeah. But I have, in my in my conversations with him, I've totally released him from having yeah. to use the name again. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I mean, because like when it all comes down to it, that, that stuff isn't. Well, I, I totally but. fell for it, but he, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have to. Right. Um, no, it's funny when you're saying that about like the the sort of like teachings and stuff, like the the sort of dadisms that I that I always grew up with was always like if we'd be if my brothers or I would just be pissed about anything. It's like oh, is this the hill you want to die on? Is yeah. this the hill you want to die on? You know, and like I was just like I don't even care what that means. I'm pissed or whatever. And like so now that he's gone, it feels like the weight of those things that he said are like. Uh, he was always big on, uh, you don't have to go to work. You get to go to work. You don't have to do this. You get to do this. Mm-hmm. And those things I always kind of just like brushed off like, yeah, okay, okay. And then now that he's gone, it's like, oh, I actually really take that to heart more than I think if mm-hmm. he was still mm-hmm. here because it's like, you know, I, I kind of take stock of the, the things that he, I did get from him. And it's yeah. like, okay, I'm I'm really going to take those lessons and apply them to yeah. my life more than maybe I would if he was still just kicking around saying stuff, you know? Yeah. For for me, it's made me appreciate what other people have to say a lot more too. Yeah, uh, because uh, I'm like, you know, I could learn stuff from everybody, and mm-hmm. not all these people in my life are always going to be here. You know, yeah. so True. like I should be listening to them now. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I I don't need to wait till they're till they're gone to like really yeah. value what they're saying. You know, and value their you know their philosophies and their. Yeah. their thoughts on things so yeah I think that's cool totally i think in, in general um and, I, and the other friends i've had that i've talked to that have gone through loss it's like a i think I've, i value my relationships with people just more i think it comes out just that, yeah. that mortality thing of it can be gone at any moment and i'm just really stoked to have the friends that i have or like uh the people in my life that i that i have 
you know, because it's like you never know. Right. I've been calling people a lot randomly just to tell, like, just to be like, hey, I just want you to know, I really, I really love you. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a cool thing to do. That is really yeah. a cool thing to do. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It, it's, it makes me feel good. That's why. Cause yeah, well, definitely. Because you hang up I the phone to... like, all right, if, if something, if I get hit by a bus, at least I told them that I, I that I love their friendship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, earlier today, there's uh, another podcast uh, that my, uh, one of my partners, uh, Dylan, is doing. It's, and it's called Fun and Sobriety, and it's about his journey to sobriety, like through being sober and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really great. But I was listening to a, an episode that he put out today while I was driving, and it was just it was just him. He didn't have a guest or anything, mm-hmm. and he was just uh, talking about different stuff. And I was like, God, I love this guy. Yeah. This guy is so great. He's so insightful, and he's so like empathetic and cool. And I just love this guy so much. So I was just like, I just need to call him right now. Yeah. <laughs> and so good for you. Yeah. It was. Uh, it's nice to, I think that's good though, to like, uh, just reach out to people and be like, Hey, just so you know, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about you, you know, yeah. I'm glad you're in my life. Mm-hmm. Glad yeah. you're my friend. <laughs> I have, I have friends that I haven't like really spoke to, you know, just like you, uh, you kind of drift apart sure. and, and things. And like, I think about that sometimes I'm like, man, I love that guy. Like I should text him and I'm like, Oh, I feel bad that I haven't seen him. And that's something <laughs> I'm actually working on. Like currently is to getting over that and being like, I don't know when the next time we're going to hang out is. I don't care. I just, I love you. you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I hope you're doing okay. I don't think anybody would ever hate getting like, right. that text message yeah. or that phone Right. Call, yeah. Someone's know? like, okay, asshole. Like, <laughs> wow, now you reach out. <laughs> hey, that's on them. That's not you. Yeah, no, Your I intent is no, good. I think a lot of it is just anxiety based, but uh, no, I, yeah, I think having that sort of uh, perspective now on just like how impermanent things are it does it's like okay i really am grateful for a lot of just the things that are that are here now mm-hmm. um it's something i've been noticing well i want to know from your perspective too brett is uh there's like little things that i will not anticipate uh like hit like hit me in like the uh, the old soft spot you mm-hmm. know like i'll just be out and about like, what's the other one just the other day uh, there was an ad on the radio for like Father's Day coming up, and I saw, so, but I heard that and I was like, all right, that's whatever. Like, okay, like Father's Day is gonna come and go. And then I went to the gas station, and there was that song uh, from Creed uh, with arms <laughs> wide open, and I was like, and I remember, oh, man. well, it's just like, and it's a song that I've joked, uh, I've made fun of countless times, but I was like, man, that song's about his son. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> that's, that's sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, there. There's been. Uh, there's been a few things that have kind of like rocked, rocked my boat Uh a little bit like that. Uh, one is, um, like sometimes I'll just be driving and I'll like drive like near the vicinity of his old house, not even the house that he lived in that he, when he, when he died, but he, you know, he was in a different house when he died, but I'll kind of drive like in the vicinity of it and I'll just be like, Oh, I'm turning you know, I'm turning right onto to Chindin right now, and I used to turn right to go to go yeah. on Chindin to go to his house, uh, and then I'll just be like, "Oh man, this this is brutal feeling," you know. Yeah, yeah so, it's like the brain makes that weird connection to something, and then you're like, "Oh, but oh crap, it's not." Yeah, yeah. I also there there I heard a a song, and it was about uh about a funeral, but the it was like um you know the person that had died was like and uh, was like a jerk you know? yeah nobody liked him and that's not doesn't describe my dad at all <laughs> yeah but just the simple fact that it was about a funeral i was like oh i can relate to this song big <laughs> yeah. Time, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah 
so that yeah there's stuff there is stuff like that that pops up that it's just kind of like little things and sometimes it's just like uh like a song or like a snippet from like a movie or mm-hmm. something and or like a commercial oh know? yeah i know that too anytime like a father and a son interact together at all in a movie i'm just like yeah 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 that's a real moment <laughs> yeah yeah i feel very much the same way uh what's sort of your uh i don't know like um I don't want to say coping mechanism, but I guess coping mechanisms sure. to, for those things. Like when you do get hit in that, that feelings box where it's just like, oh crap. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's kind of your go-to? Um, a lot of times I'll, um, a lot of times I'll just talk to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's oh, kind, totally. She's kind of my coping mechanism, yeah. you know, like I'll just, if, if I'm, you know, out in the world and something kind of like hits me wrong or not wrong, but, you know, hits me in that certain way. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll text my wife and I'll just be like, Hey, this just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I feel pretty, feeling pretty bummed about it. Yeah. And she's obviously like, yeah. she's great about, you know, talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's, I, that's probably the main thing. Um, or, you know, if it's like one of those days or times where something hits you and, you're just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this right now. Uh, mm-hmm. That's when I'll, you know, I'll try and just go and like play video games or mm-hmm. focus on something, just focus on something else yeah. for, yeah. you know, an extended period of time yeah. and just be like, I'll, I'll get back to this feeling mm-hmm. later. Yeah. I know it won't leave. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know it's, it's funny because we were doing the, the Genuine Wrestle Boy podcast also here on the Eavesdrop Network, but we've been doing that for a couple of years, um, long before my dad got like really sick. But professional wrestling, like in that time, was something that I watched with my brothers and stuff. Was like that was like my escape, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, just like yeah. oh, it's I can get into these characters, I can get into whatever's going on here, and stuff. Uh, so doing, I remember doing that the the wrestling podcast too was a huge. Uh, that was a big thing for me. It's like when I was feeling crappy, it's like I'm gonna make some notes about what I'm gonna talk about on this wrestling show yeah. and just kind of think about just get taking your mind away from. Yeah, like that immediate feeling of like, oh, I feel a little dismal right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, having some sort of um, creative outlet, I think, is especially in, t- in all the time, but especially in times like when you are going through grief and loss, I think having some sort of creative outlet is really super helpful. Yeah. Just because even if it's not, you know, like professional wrestling, like yeah, a yeah. professional wrestling podcast isn't directly related to that but yeah. it's at least like something where you can like put your energy and kind of like put your mm-hmm. like a creative outlet where you can kind of just like put stuff out there completely and yeah. clear some room well and and sometimes uh doing something where you see a result for me yeah going out and mowing the lawn and it's like okay you know what that looks nice and it's just yeah. using that energy um i can still be sad and thinking of, of uh, my husband as i yeah trim and sure. mow a lawn but at the end of the day I got a great looking lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I find with specifically, you know, activities like that, like mowing the lawn yeah. or like cleaning the house or something where you kind of are doing something mechanical, you know, and it kind mm-hmm. of, you can kind of start to, you'll start to think about stuff, but you're still like doing something. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of, you know, like it's not just like all consuming because you're yeah. still like participating in something, but sometimes it really like clears up your head yeah. to like get to like real thoughts like if you're like mowing the lawn like you'll you'll be halfway through and you'll be like oh wow that thing that my dad said to me you know five years ago is suddenly starting to make a bunch of sense (laughs) yeah you know like sometimes uh yeah i'm definitely like a sad slash angry 
cleaner where (laughs) if my wife and I are arguing sometimes I'll be like in the kitchen like cleaning while we're arguing yeah it's (laughs) like I have to have something going on I have to say so that was my husband exactly too when um he knew that we weren't getting along it because sometimes I had to explain to him that we weren't getting along (laughs) yeah (laughs) just missed it anyway he'd get cleaning and and later on, and after a few years, I wouldn't tell him that I'd gotten over it yet until really things were clean. <laughs> yeah, use that as sort of the... Uh... Well, you know, yeah, I felt really good before. Yeah. But, you know, it looks g- better now. Yeah, the bathroom's finally clean. <laughs> yeah. know, we're so, we're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell my wife to not listen to this. And she <laughs> <Yeah>. ideas. <laughs> you hang on to that anger, even if, you, if you're not mad. Yeah. Just watch that house get clean. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, it is just a journey that of, of being with a person as they are dying and leaving um, that, God, you wouldn't wish on not your worst enemy. And yet it is beautiful too in a way does that does that make sense I, yeah so i know we've talked about on the show that there was this whole i don't uh just like energy around the whole thing where everyone was so sad for the common reason mm-hmm. but through that sadness there was just this whole like you know there was just a lot of love surrounding yeah. my dad's passing because we were all together making sure that we had each other to like yeah that like we love you you know yeah. we love each other yeah um so there was like i remember thinking like there was this sort of like yeah i wouldn't wish it on anything ever but like i don't know it is kind of a i don't know like amazing experience like in a way i don't know i don't know was that did you have an experience like that at all too like was there i don't know yeah i i think so uh and and i agree with you like what what you said Mm -hmm. like of it kind of being beautiful in a way yeah uh because of for that reason of yeah. like people are coming together and you know like i had friends and and stuff like that all like yeah. you know reaching out to me and yeah. saying like super nice things to me it and is. It, it is it's reassuring and it's you know it is one of the yeah. you know um it's one of those things that you know somebody might not have said those things to me or i might not have said those right. things to my like sisters or stepmom or something mm-hmm. if if this hadn't have happened so it's kind of like the the best of humanity comes out at at, at some of the hardest times you yeah. know and um and that has taught me as i've moved forward and had uh known others that have lost folks um since my experience of losing my husband that how how much easier it is for me to give uh sympathy and hugs and and care ar- oh, yeah. around yeah. this grieving time which you know honestly beforehand i wasn't sure how that you know how to help a person who was going through a really hard time sure. or um i didn't want to offend people so maybe i won't say anything because i'll say the wrong thing or yeah. um you know all those things that so many people get um, caught up with mm-hmm. uh, have you found that since your dad's passing that it's easier for you to give um support to other people going through grief oh yeah absolutely i feel like it's actually i feel like it's uh better equipped me for like everything yeah <laughs> yeah know, everything going forward because i know i'll at least be able to look back on on this time and you know 
be like, well, I got, I got through that. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, I didn't fall apart. Right. My family, you know, like, yeah, my yeah. family's still intact. Yeah. The, the <laughs> earth continued to turn on its axis. Yeah, exactly. and, and that's about as bad as it can get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like it's, it's made me, you know, more sympathetic, more empathetic, more uh, just caring, yeah. more... Uh, compassionate more thought just more thoughtful and how yeah. i kind of move through the world like how the things i say and do uh, just even affect like strangers mm-hmm. you know like yeah it, it's really made it it softened me up a lot <laughs> I know, you know? yeah <laughs> well it's true you don't know what other people are going through people right. don't look at any of us and say oh it looks like they're having going through a tough time i mean we look like we're normal people right mm-hmm. so um we don't know what other people go through and i try again i try to be very kind yeah, well, and especially with like, um, like before going through this with with like losing my dad, that uh, I feel like yeah, if someone if I knew someone who was going through like loss or any sort of grief, you know, whatever facet it comes in, uh, I, I could be sympathetic, but like putting myself in their shoes and like really giving that empathy was something that I just because it was not an experience that I you know, like it was like grandparents, but that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And so now when I know like. Uh, our friend, my friend Derek, Derek from the Wrestle Boys podcast, he was saying that he, this podcast really uh, helped him when uh, when his cat passed away. But like the level of empathy that I feel for Derek when it comes to that. Uh, thanks for listening, Derek. Also, I know you listen. So hey, I'm, Derek. Hi, Derek. Uh, <laughs> you know, but like I could feel that empathy. Like, cause like that hurt feels the, you know, it I is. know what that hurt feels like to it lose is. something that you yeah. love to someone you love. Absolutely. Uh, where, where before it's like, oh, that sucks. You know, yeah. but like there's more of a sympathy to it but like to really be like i feel that with you uh is a a a thing i'm grateful for coming out of this crappy experience Mm -hmm. you know totally likewise yeah this is a interesting time of year too um i have friends and folks whose um children are graduating from high school now there's a whole nother dealing with it kind of uh it you're excited you love it you're happy for your kids of course you wanted them to graduate Mm -hmm. you know and uh but then it's real. They're going to be packing their bags often and going off to college or packing their bags and heading to the military or packing their bags and heading out to their own jobs or mm-hmm. whatever their next steps are. And as a, you know, a, a, a person whose child is graduating, now you're reevaluating your, yourself, your, your parenting, because that's such a big part of, of you and that child for so long. You know, it's just like, wow, and it it's just all changes new. the whole dynamic of things. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I just think about this time of year with graduations and uh, as I follow the little driver's ed cars because summer comes <laughs> now, all those kids are out in their vehicles. That's exciting for parents and scary as heck yeah, for yeah. parents, you know. I mean, there is so much new dealing with it going on at the in the end of spring, summer, mm-hmm. you know, kind of stuff. and. Yeah. 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 I, I, my, my son's going to be like, we stop and think about it sometimes that he's going to be like in school soon. Yeah. Even just the small step of him just being gone for a portion of the day is like, it's terrifying. Yeah. It kind of does sound huge. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is terrifying. And you, you kind of are, you know, you've raised them and they're yours and you want the whole world to know this, how special this person is. And they may miss it. <laughs> they yeah. may overlook this in a class of 25 kids. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's heart wrenching as a parent to share your child with, you know, the rest of, the, of society yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then again, as they 
move through schools and date and you watch your your child go off and make a uh, you know, bring another woman into their life. And, and it's mm. like, oh, now you're always reevaluating who you are mm-hmm. and how you relate to each other and um, and your place in this, this world. And it doesn't stop, you know? And uh, so again, death is yeah. so hard, but there are so many dealing with it yeah, along yeah. the way. Well, I guess so I never even asked you that, mom. So would you say that having gone through like, you know, all of, all of this with like, your sons of mm-hmm. us like growing up and going through all those different yeah. like little milestones. Do you think when dad passed that you had a sort of, not like a comp, like, you know, a direction to look into, but having that sort of thing of like, all right, like I've dealt with evaluating life mm-hmm. changes before. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe so. Um, the difference was that you guys, uh, you know, I, I explained my parenting philosophy was sort of a catch and release <laughs> idea. <laughs> uh, over time, that right. you become more responsible. And of course, I'm here to be your safety net, but but you were always intended to leave me. Whereas um, your dad, although he said till death do us part, I didn't think that would be when I was, you know, 56 yeah, years old. Right. Um, so, like this week, the letter comes in the mail that my car. Uh, there's a recall thing. The little back safety hatch needs, and it's just stuff that I would have put into the, hey honey pile. Yeah, <laughs> honey, yeah. the honeydew pile. That it's okay. I mean, I can make a phone call and talk to the service department and set it up, and it's not rocket science. But it just comes back to me of this isn't how it was supposed to be, and that's where my anger yeah um, sets in at, at dad. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at at the world at cancer at mm-hmm. and then and then I just uh, have to you know make sure I can keep turn it around to be more positive, more um, growth minded, more mm-hmm. uh, thankful that I have the ability to do these things that um, that a lot of a lot of folks don't. So I don't know. Yeah, that anger is real though. That's something that yeah. I've had to sort of come to grips with. Uh, with uh with my dad's passing was like you like we were saying like grandparents they get older they die when they're 80s and the 90s that's fine but like my dad dying at 57 was it 57 uh he was 58 he would would have been 59 that's right 58 uh it pissed me off because it's like oh like that wasn't that's not supposed to be how it is supposed to retire and i was going to retire and then we were going to go traveling yeah and you were going to go wherever i said we went and i think some of that anger is also what kind of brings out that part of me that's like i need to do something big like Mm -hmm. because i'm like i'm I'm just like almost pissed off enough that it's like i'm gonna actually oh now you asked yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. okay world here i come (laughs) yeah uh was that something that you had to deal with Uh, at all uh yeah i mean i for sure, a lot of yeah. anger yeah. and a lot of times misdirected. You know, sure. like there were a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little I'm embarrassed to admit, but um, my my stepsister has three kids. My dad was super close to them, um, and my you know my kids are younger than hers. So yeah. like I had anger that like my stepsister's kids got to spend more time with my dad. Yeah. And so like yeah. that's not her fault that's not her kid's fault that's not my dad's fault it's not fair yeah it's like it's not fair right you know they're like i'm his son you know his only son and i you know and i have these kids that yeah yeah, that i want to hang out with him yeah Yeah. so like there's a a lot of yeah ton tons of anger like anger i mean i you know talk about like 
my loving family and stuff like that. But even still, like sometimes I'm getting angry at like my, my sisters, my mom, my stepmom, my mm-hmm. stepsister, like everybody, like at times I'll just be like, like, no, for real. Yeah. For no, for no real reason. Yeah. I'll just like get something stuck in my head and I'll be like, Oh, that, oh, yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't believe they said that yeah. or mm-hmm. they did this. And then yeah. after like a couple of days, I'm like, why? There's no reason to be this angry at them over this little thing. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we do know from research we've done is grief it, it it really does limit your ability to make good decisions and especially emotional decisions in the right. moment. And uh, I'd f- say forgive yourself, Brett, when you can. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I'm going to play my widow card a lot of times and just say, well, you know, my husband just died. Right, it is something you kind of have in your, uh, in your back pocket. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's true. It I'm is, not I mean, it's, giggling about the I know, card. it is true. <laughs> but... Um, I mean, and I know yeah. the the we talk about on the show too, like about how close our family is and stuff too. But there, I mean, there was definitely a lot of that. Of, um, I think it's just because, like, with my brothers and stuff too, we just, I don't like we're we're so close because it's like mm-hmm. we are family. Yet, but so at some point, it's like that's almost the easiest person to sort of be angry at, get angry at because you know that they're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But yeah, like then I'll do that thing where it's like a couple days later, I'm just like, I don't know why I put so much judgment on like that. Like that wasn't my, you know, place, but yeah. Yeah. I think that for me, that's what it was. It's just that that's kind of the easiest. Yeah. It's like safest target almost. (laughs) Just like I, I can be and more vulnerable, I guess. I don't know to be, to be that angry with, uh, to somebody where it's like, I, I'm, I'm not going to go get pissed at someone in the grocery store or something. Right. Even, though, even though I would, <laughs> like I'd be out and about and there'd be someone like doing something that just struck me wrong. And I'm like, this guy driving <laughs> like that. Like, he doesn't know. You know? Yeah. Matt, but, I will bail you out, but then we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, good for you, Matt. You're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I might just have to to stew in there stew for in a there. while. Yeah. Learn my lesson, Brett. <laughs> yeah. Give me a call. <laughs> my mom will bail you out. Today. Okay, I'll bail I will. you out. <laughs> um, the only other, the other thing too that I wanted to ask about when I I feel dumb because I didn't uh, write it down, but uh, I grew up with the notion of the five stages of grief. You know, I don't anger, acceptance, denial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't for except uh, whatever Accepting whatever they are. The end of it. Uh, but then we we found out pretty quickly, at least in our situation, that there that was it all no happens at once. There's no linear yeah. like okay, now I'm moving into this stage right. where I'm in the denial. Oh, now I'm. Oh, thank God, I'm halfway done. Or, yeah, yeah. It all happens at once, and then it will go away, and then it'll all come back, or like one will pop up in the order that you didn't think it would. And right. Uh, yeah, I guess I also want to know how your what's your experience with? Did you kind of have a similar feeling about like? The, the five stages of grief yeah yeah it, it, it's funny because yeah sometimes it'll you think it's a, a linear thing that like right now i'm in denial and then i'll be angry and then i'll be you know mm-hmm. the the rest of them yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but no they kind of all sometimes they'll you'll feel all of them in like the span of a minute mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. so it is kind of ever ever changing and ever evolving and it was about a month ago or so i was or less i just i became so discouraged i because i kind of felt like i went back to square one of Mm -hmm. of grief of just sadness again and um i just felt like i would you know beat myself up i should be past like i've been putting in all this work what's going on what this isn't right um 
yeah, I, it, it was a surprise to me hmm. how it uh, isn't linear. And I know that I can say it with my words. Right. But when you back up and you feel like a failure, I'm a grief failure. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad at grieving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's like, you know, it's easy to, I, cause I'll do that too. And then I'll start beating myself up and then it's like, oh, you know, you get in that spiral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, am I Am I doing this right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I doing the yeah. things that I'm supposed... There's things that you're supposed to do, right? Like, this is, like, the yeah. things that I'm saying to myself of, like, I know there's things that I'm supposed to do while yeah. I'm grieving, so, but yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm and doing then, them. Then you want yeah. validated. Like, so you go to people yeah. and you say, am I... Do I seem like I'm grieving okay to you? I mean, does this <laughs> sound, and they always go... Well, yeah, or you're, like, you're awesome at I, that because I, what are they going to say? Yeah, I mean, right. being open like that's good too because a lot of times I'm just like, I'm just going to assume that uh, this will work out okay, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I, uh, and like, like Katie's my big support system that I feel very fortunate that I can be like, you know, if I'm feeling any, anything, just being like, I know it's been almost a year since he passed, but if I'm just like, someday it's just like, I, you know, I'm, I'm really thinking about him a lot today or mm-hmm. like, I'm feeling really bummed. I feel totally comfortable bringing that up to her but then i'll still like if i don't bring it up and i just keep it with myself i don't know i do make it a bigger deal in my head of just like why are you still feeling this way yeah yeah but i don't know it's just i think it's all kind of so this is a thursday yeah and on saturday would have been our your dad my 34th wedding anniversary oh that's right yeah my my three-year wedding anniversary is tomorrow is that right? Yeah. Well, happy anniversary oh. to you. Yeah. And it's, um, so I've been planning ahead for whatever that day brings. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it's going to be just fine. I do. I have a, I'm going to go to a picnic with a neighbor lady and, and do some stuff. Tomorrow we have family coming over for a barbecue. So I'll be busy. But I do think back 34 years, you know, and you just. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good long time. Yeah, and yeah, yeah what? Like, cause I know that we were talking about, like, cause so, Dad passed in August. His birthday's in September, so we're like, all right, what's his birthday gonna be like? Like, what's mm-hmm. that gonna feel like? Uh, you know, and then the day comes, and I think it's like we, a lot of the things that we've come across is that the more worrying I do about a day, like like Father's Day coming up, and I'm like, well, what's that gonna be like? The more I think about that, the more I'm like, not let down on the day, but it's like, oh, that actually didn't. It wasn't. I think I, I over prepared. I over prepared for yeah. how. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I overstudied for that. T- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I actually, um, my my dad's birthday was this last April, two two days before my daughter's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, I felt I was like, oh, this is going to be so tough. This is going to be so hard. And then, you know, kind of before you know it, it's over. And it's, I mean, it's. Yeah. The same, I think, even with just like the initial, uh, my dad dying, it's kind of like, well, the world just keeps going, I guess. Like, yeah. You know, like the, yeah. things don't just stop. Like yeah. you're still, things are still going. Things are still moving. And, and then things start feeling normal after a while. Um, and then, yeah. And, and like I said, yeah, it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with, but with your anniversary coming up, you say you're sort of anticipating it not being too, uh, painful but, yeah. but open but ready for it if it is right yeah i think you know your dad and i um when around our wedding anniversary time those kinds of things they, they still were more about our family it wasn't about 
dad and mom got married on this. Uh, you know, I mean, it kind of was, but then you kids were always included. If we went, you know, maybe right, to our right. deficit sometimes, but we included you guys. We were going to go out for an anniversary dinner. It's a family thing. It's the day our family started. It's the day, you know, that yes, was sort true. of in yeah. my head how it was. So for me, it's not uh, just about losing a husband loss. You know, it's it's just uh, another family day. Like, hmm. um, and, and like you guys' uh, birthdays and Father's Day is... Again, it wasn't just about dad. It was about, you know, his role in in our family. So uh, we celebrated it, but um, but I don't know. It's still, our, our family is still good. It just, it does highlight who's missing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it, uh, it shouldn't be too hard. It should be okay. It should yeah. be okay. Well, and your dad did some dumb things. Can I say? <laughs> yeah. I know, you guys, you guys have had at least one uh, wedding anniversary. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was the anniversary. It was our twenty fifth, actually, and um, yeah, Dad had not paid a uh, speeding ticket, and and then got pulled and over then on, on the second time uh, after that, where his license had actually been revoked in another county, um, he was caught speeding there and ended up in jail on our twenty fifth <laughs> wedding yeah. anniversary. And I get a call, <laughs> honey, just, just get, you know, you need to drive over and. This uh, is like Payette County too, right? So it wasn't oh, like. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I, I had <laughs> yeah. already curled my hair for yeah. our date. You know? I remember you coming in. I, I won't say the word. Uh, you know, yeah. You're like, happy anniversary <laughs> to us. And <laughs> I got to you... go get your dad out of jail. <laughs> Do you want me to go with As you this... or can I stay here? Well, and my, my son, Sam, the older son. I think your dad had already talked with him on the phone. He was not a stupid man. He might have done dumb things, but he did. So uh, your brother was already lined up to go, and we get driving over there to pay it where your dad was incarcerated. And um, and by about, you know, halfway there, I was saying, you know, Sam, I know this feels like a really, really big deal today. You know, I, I am upset with your dad. This is not how we wanted this day to go, but... In the course of a marriage, it's things like this. You know, you just got to put them in perspective, blah, 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 blah. Because, you know, I'm trying to be the good mom. You're trying to rat. Like, how do I I take a life lesson out of how pissed off I am? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because what I do then um, is at Christmas time, you know, we always get ornaments to put on the tree that signify important events throughout the year. And I got a pair of handcuffs that wrote and i wrote on there happy silver wedding anniversary mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and every year at christmas i'd hang them honey remember yeah. this <laughs> well, I was, do you I was gonna remember say, that uh you may not have got to go on your date but you definitely gave him the best anniversary <laughs> present ever yeah which is getting bailed out of jail <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> got him yeah. out of payette county well, jail and so, but then we had to wait it was it's a small town and we, the car had been towed uh from where your dad had been picked up on the freeway and we had to wait for that guy who had it locked in his front yard somehow um, to get done with dinner. So anyway, we did go out to dinner oh. with your brother. He, Your brother bought us dinner. And we have a picture of the two of us in this booth at like, I don't know, some small fun restaurant with a claw machine right behind us. It's like, <laughs> happy silver yeah. wedding I, anniversary. I do remember even the, I think even that same night when you came home, like, you were saying, like, this is something that we will laugh about. <laughs> today, today is not this day. It's not today, but down the road. Yeah. Because I always knew I would tell your dad, you know, what did you give me for our anniversary? And he'd say, I gave you a story. <laughs> so, yes, you did. 
Yeah, that's but, a, a good answer. <laughs> Very clever. Yes, yes. But um, so, yeah, this anniversary might actually I'll be thinking how grateful I am that we are so far past the 25th. <laughs> that was a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, you said 30, 35th? Or 34, 30, 34 tomorrow, or on, on, Saturday. on Saturday. Yeah, so... Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That's it is, and it just goes through. It just goes along until, you know, it's just you have a life together. Um, two different people, two very independent people, but um, we shared a good life together, good kids, and and that. Um, I guess it's not our life anymore. It's mine, but yeah. I'm finding that uh, a lot of the things that he and I uh, set our compass to, I still do. You mm-hmm. know, and then, and now I'm kind of getting to a point though, I've talked to Matt, like, you know, maybe I'm ready to meet people and mm-hmm. uh, have yeah. some different kind of relationships and never get married again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's got to be the most weird, weird, bizarre thing yeah. ever. Yeah. I mean, I can't, oh, yeah. can't even imagine that. It is, um, I can't even imagine. And yeah. I get to live it. So, <laughs> It is sort of, um, it, it's really about, for me, going out and not waiting, get that life you want to and do what you got to go do to get it. You know, mm-hmm. if yeah. um, if you have to be brave and, and meet people, then get brave and meet people. You yeah. know, don't sit back in the, um, you know, in the living room and pet the cat. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. if that's the life I'd wanted. I'd perfectly mm-hmm. be be perfectly happy doing that. I mean, that. I'm sure there's me. days where that sounds more uh, uh, appealing than going out and meeting people. Yeah. But I think that like like that overall sort of mentality that you do bring to to the idea of the future, I think mm-hmm. is I think is really inspiring and cool. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I just um, I didn't intend to do it as a single woman, but I don't intend to stop living. So right. yeah, it's um, it will I don't. Know, if you guys have to come bail me out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> Bring a microphone. We can do a podcast. From the, from the courthouse. <laughs> It'll be like a new season of Serial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Trish, what did we learn? <laughs> um, I love it. I, uh, You know, it's just really nice having you here and hearing, Brett, your, your well, story. Thank and thank you. you for being so... Um, you know, open yeah. about very hard things. Thank you for having me. I I appreciate it. No, yeah, it's it's really really cool. Like we we've said that, um, like we have our my mom and I we have our perspective and and we're doing what we can to keep like learning and growing and stuff. But to to have your perspective in here is just uh, it's really cool. Thank you. I and I like like I said before, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Oh, so that's I'm, very I'm sweet. happy to be here, and I think it's it's. Uh, a great podcast. I think you're doing great. <laughs> well, things. thank you for letting us in your beautiful, beautiful no, studio. I'm, we're happy to yeah. happy to have you guys. Yeah, and you can listen to uh, both this show, probably right where you're listening to it, here on the Eavesdrop Network, uh, as well as Brett Brett's show, the Eavesdrop yes. podcast here on the Eavesdrop Network. It comes out every Thursday, and that that show is just uh, it's the polar opposite of this show. <laughs> it's just people coming into the studio and acting like knuckleheads for <laughs> no, I two love hours. It. I, I, I love it. I texted you after I listened to that first episode just because – Yeah, I, that was super nice. I, I appreciated that a lot. I, I loved it. I loved it just because because uh, your whole thing is you have an open-door policy where it's yeah. just come in and be on the podcast. And right. so the directions that the conversation <laughs> went from like 
you know, from the very beginning of the episode to the end, it's just like that was a that was a journey of itself. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically one big tangent yeah. from start to finish. Because every time a new person comes in, we usually just drop what we were talking about and can start on a new thing. Yeah, like so. people will be like, "What did I miss?" It's like it doesn't matter. We're just gonna let's just <laughs> yeah. keep going. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's a show where nothing is precious, <laughs> even even guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and there's there's plenty of other amazing shows here on the Eavesdrop Network as well that we encourage you to check out. Um, like I said, Dylan's yeah. uh, Fun and Sobriety. Yes. Very, I'm very, very proud of that show yeah. as well. That show is aces. It's great. And uh, hearing the both of you guys on uh, on Koji's podcast too, Permanent Time Off, uh, I really like that too. And I, cause I, had, uh, <laughs> I haven't listened to Dylan's yet, but... Like, just like you're saying, how genuine of a guy he is just comes across in that one as well. Oh, yeah. 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 He's a good guy. And Coach hey. is a good guy, too. Yeah. Coach is great. <laughs> genuine wrestle boys. Yes. yes. So, yeah, go to ease-drop.com. Where is uh, Stone Cold? He's, uh, he creeped up behind oh. you. Jeez, he's scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, but go to ease-drop.com to check out all the cool shows here on this network. And Brett, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, again. Thank, uh, thanks for having me. Hey, what are we working on this week, yeah, guys? Yeah, so we finish every episode by giving ourselves a goal for the week. Um, and I don't want to go first because I haven't thought of one. <laughs> Mom, do you have a goal this week? Uh, yeah, I went to the doctor. Oh, no. <laughs> said I got to lose weight. I don't know. Oh, no. What doctor is this? He knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what? I might just... I might just do it. Just to spite him, I I'm think. going to continue to work on being healthier in my eating habits. Um, I have to admit part of my dealing with it for the nine months and uh, two weeks since your dad has passed has included cocktails. <laughs> and I didn't know. Yes, I did. <laughs> that they have No one told high... me. <laughs> no one told me the caloric intake. <laughs> anyway, I am going to I've been working on it slowly but surely and I'm I'm not going to exercise yet. I mean, that's overkill. One thing at a time, one thing at a time. But, just one step. Yeah, just one step. <laughs> I need to talk to the sobriety guy. And then um but yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to work on my eating habits and um after the barbecue tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I got a barbecue, yeah. but then after that, I'm all over it. That's oh, a wait. Gr- and then there's a picnic on Saturday. After. <laughs> well, Start, you know starting what? Monday. Sunday. Sunday. Great day to start. Yeah. That's the first day of the week. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. Uh, uh, I'll say my goal for this week um, is going to be, I guess, almost similar to that. But that's just to get outside a little bit more. I was noticing since we, so we just got back from Las Vegas. Uh which was a great time. Uh, We were out and about quite a bit. Um, But I feel like just after like the long car rides and like eating out a bunch and stuff, like physically I just feel sluggish. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think I'm just going to try to uh, weather provided, just be uh, be out, just out and about. I feel like that's sunshine. uh, I appreciate it. There you go. But yeah. Brett, what are you working on this week? Uh, Well, like I said, tomorrow's my, three-year wedding anniversary yeah. so i'm gonna work on <laughs> having a good anniversary yeah that's a well, great goal <laughs> after hearing about my anniversary story yeah. yes just i'm gonna try out to not get just, arrested can i yeah. just say that <laughs> the bar is not that high <laughs> yes I'll, I'll try and stay out of jail <laughs> yes. that's a good goal for the week thank you um, uh cool well thank you so much for joining us uh we really really appreciate it uh, and 
we would and like we say we would love to hear from you mm-hmm. uh you can always uh get a hold of us at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com uh any of your stories are welcome if you feel comfortable sharing them with us we're just honored to hear them uh if you yourself would like to be a guest on this show we would love just love to have your perspective um you can find us on all the social medias uh facebook instagram twitter just look up dealing with it and we'll be somewhere in there um but mostly just really appreciate you listening absolutely um well cool so i guess we will catch up with you next week and until then keep dealing with it